Cheers. Ice cold mug of tequila. Could you imagine? And that's what's in here is tequila, you guys. It's Just straight tequila. 11 a.m. right now. Ooh, it's good. I love coffee. Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's coffee. We don't have problems. I met up with a couple friends to get drinks last night, and I only had two drinks, but my mouth is raw. Tequila. Your, yes. No, I had gin. Oh, well, that happens to me. Well, I guess I, I resonated with tequila because that's the only alcohol I drink, but it's the acidity. Oh. Uh-huh. That happens to me after every time I drink. And you know what? I did have a lot of limes in my drink. Oh, I assume, yeah. Even just alcohol is super acidic too, right. like at a base level. It like like how pineapple eats I your mouth. That. Like I know. My mouth I know is like, 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 like hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even like your gum. The top and of your my tongue. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like a sandstorm in there. It feels like you had like six pineapples. Yes. I, I know exactly how and you I feel. had two two cocktails. I had two pineapples. <laughs> I only had two full pineapples last night. You couldn't <laughs> pay me <laughs> I really don't even like pineapple that much, to be honest. Oh, I love pineapple. It's good like I'll have a bite if it's like on the fruit platter, but you know, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, you won't like buy a, it. You won't like buy a pineapple and cut it up yourself. I'll do it like once a year. Yeah, in it. the summer. Yeah, you can't have pineapple in the winter. No, I don't even think it's on I, the shelves. No, probably not. Probably in America. I feel like we get everything just imported like all year round. Yeah, classic. Anyway. <laughs> classic. Classic America. <laughs> uh, before we get into today's episode, we do want to say we've been toggling with the camera for about six hours before recording this. Yeah, just still trying to figure out our frame here. Um, we might like nix the plants on the sides and make our chairs go further. I I don't know. know. Yeah. We went through like all of the comments and you guys, obviously you love the new set. Yes. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but you guys also mentioned like maybe pulling back a little bit or, you know, you like some of you like how close we are. So we're just still trying to figure out like the perfect frame. So if there's some inconsistencies over the next few episodes, that's why. Yeah, but we're just figuring it out. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. You guys know us. Yeah, watch. It's going to be the season finale. <laughs> we're going to be like, guys, we finally got our frame right. <laughs> it just, it is what it is. That's Whatever. just how we do it. Just, if you don't like it, go to audio. <laughs> you don't even have to fucking look at it. So right. <laughs> I, I want to know, are there any, we actually got a couple comments on the YouTube video that said like, I'm usually audio because I listen on, on my commute to work. Is there anyone out there who has literally still never seen our faces? No way. I mean, think about it. Well, I still I over. I listen to um stuff you should know and I don't even oh, yeah. I still don't even right. know what Chuck and I forget the other guy's name, what they look like. You're right. I know there's a few podcasts where I couldn't tell you. They could no. walk into my house and I would think it was an intruder. Like yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Should we walk into people's houses and see if they know us? We could. That'd be a good <laughs> test. <laughs> Get our stats right. I don't know. I feel like you guys know what we look like. Well, if you don't, there. if you don't, you should like make a hypothesis of what you think I look like, what you think Alex looks like. Right. Like write down our features. Like a lot know. of people think we sound the same too. We, we do. So how do you like differentiate who's talking? Well, I don't think we're exact, but we do sound <laughs> a lot alike. My mom says that all the time. Yeah, some because our cadence has just like we talk the same. Yes, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. If you don't know what we look like, guess. Oh, I'm Alex, <laughs> by the way. I'm Kristen. Where am I, Alex? And this is yeah, I'm Kristen. This is advice. This is advice podcast <laughs> right here. 
Um, if you don't know, we talk about anything and okay. everything. And like, <laughs> we should do a little oh. intro. Come we on. should. We say this every episode, and I like I agree, but then I go to do it. And I'm like, they fucking already know. Yeah, but there's probably people out there who don't listen to us. Who like, what if they just clicked? All right. Well, if you are new here, we hey. are. We've been best friends for over almost twenty years now, and we just talk about life. We have very different perspectives on a lot of things, so we, you know we balance each other out in a lot of ways, but we also relate a lot, of course, because we're best friends and we just talk about everything that we go through and hope to relate to a lot of you guys and just make a lot of people feel a little less alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything to add? It just, it, it like rolls off the tongue now. Like I feel like yeah. we've been saying the same. Blurb. We also, like, you know what? I think we say it more so to people in real life when people ask yes. us like what oh, we yeah. do we and never say less, on here yeah less on the podcast agreed like when people even at like the bars if someone's like hey yeah. you guys have podcasts like what do you talk about with that that is our spiel yep oh we just talk about what we're going life through. life and they're womanhood. like womanhood yeah and then they're like oh woman and i'm like well you could listen you to. should listen to it too it's not I love just, how it's mostly men that we talk to <laughs> i mean there's only ones that ask girls yeah. don't ask they're just jealous <laughs> they're just jealous girls they just want to be us yeah oh my god i'm just like you okay? Yeah, I have so much stuff coming out of my nose and my eyes right now. You have allergies, you think? It doesn't feel like it. No. But like. Maybe you just like drank your coffee wrong. I think wrong <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels like it. I think. I don't know. Next next topic. <laughs> We've been watching um, The Fall of the House oh, of Usher. Oh my God. The It's by the cr- same creators as The Haunting of Hill House and, and Bly Manor oh, on Netflix. It is. It's good. It might be my favorite. Hill um, House. Hill House is still like. Hill House is my. Kind of untouchable. Exactly. It's my favorite because if you haven't seen it, don't even look it up. Just no. start watching it. Yeah. It's the twists and the turns and the perspectives and all that are and like, it's like unmatched. It's spooky. It's spooky. Yes. Um, I still like. You already know. the House of Usher. Like there's been jumps. Like we've jumped. There's jumps, but it's extremely predictable yeah it was like well i don't want to give anything away but like we know the we plot. knew right away what it yeah, was it's but, still very entertaining to see and like unfold. i'm i'm fully hooked and i was gonna say like like i want to watch it after this totally yeah the pace of the show is Love really it. nice yes it's really so good. nice it's satisfying it's it's one of those shows where like in the beginning of the episode there's a problem and by the end i don't want to call it a solution but like it you can hits wrap a your climax. head around it every episode yes. has a like really nice build literally hits the climax in the last five seconds and then end screen yep and it's it's just it's it's satisfying it's to watch. scored beautifully oh yeah i yeah. love it the actors are so good and right i like what they're doing it's it's kind of like american horror story where totally. the, they're staying with the same actors and giving them different roles each season totally but i like these actors more oh really yeah I think American Horror Story just like, I think they should like take the trophy and they should stop. Yes. That's they the, have that's been all going I'm saying. far too long and like they have a lot of good gems, but they also have a lot of good seasons that are just like, what were you doing? Yeah. Like you could have, you could have saved the budget and the time and maybe made a, like a really, really good season right. with, and taken a break. Like, whereas this Hill House series that they've got going like all three seasons. They, are are hitting 
Hit, hit, hit. Yeah. I actually never finished Bly Manor. Oh, you should. Is there a reason? Were you not into it? I think I was watching it too slow. Yeah. You I know, mean, that's those shows because the story unfolds every second. Like you, you do need to keep the momentum because then even if you pick it up right now, there's going to be a moment where you're like, wait, hold on. What yep. happened? What happened here? What, where, where is this going? Or yeah, it's one of all those seasons. It's that type of show or, you know, however the writers do it, they like feed you just enough to create own questions in your head, mm-hmm. but then like answer them by the end of the episode. Like it, that's what's so satisfying. It's very, you know what? It's very like escape roomy. Yeah. And Whereas, that's why like, we like this, it's why this we like genre in, in general. Exactly. It feeds our brains the same way escape rooms do. And like, yeah, I don't know. They're really, really good shows. So highly recommend you watch it. It's I, really good. I personally love watching, I mean, horror and sci-fi is, and thriller is like my favorite genre no matter what. But I do specifically like watching it around the holidays. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it is such a jolly time. And then I'm like. Ooh, it let's feels, get into some. But then you feel safer. Something a little dark. But since it's still like right. cute and jolly, you're like, I'm still safe. Yeah. Santa is going to protect me before I go to bed. Right. I'll just think about Santa and I'll be fine. <laughs> Santa's creepy. The whole, the whole idea. It's, yeah. Do you think when you have kids, you'll like play into the. Um, no, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll do what my sister did. Cause I really, really love what my sister did with Santa with her kids. She let them know like it is a game that people play around the holidays. So if your friends are playing it at school, don't spoil it. Like there's people that play the game harder don't, than others. Don't ruin the game for don't them. Don't ruin the game for them though. So just cause like Ollie and Sarah know that Santa's not real. Like they don't go like, guess what? Like right. I don't, that's all I care is yeah. that my kids aren't spoiling it for kids that do believe. Cause I do think it's like very magical to believe in Santa. Right. Yeah. I think from the jump, I'll just be like, yeah, it's, it's just a game. I don't, at least as of now, maybe it'll be different when I have kids. I don't care about Christmas enough to keep the, like the, right. um, the lie going. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I wouldn't want like, to tell them it. And then oh, now I have to keep up with like elf on the shelf or some shit. Right. And I'm then it's like, when do you stop the lie? Like they're going to find out one day probably at school and it's going to be a really sad moment for yeah. them. I think my sister told me. Yeah. She told me pretty quickly. I only believed in Santa until I was like, like five. I think my auntie Heidi told me. Of course she did. <laughs> of course she did. Yeah. She's like, come here. I think she was like, I need to talk to you. She was like, you still believe in Santa? And I was probably <gasps> like six, six or seven. <laughs> you were like, what? I was like, what? You don't? Right. It was very young. I don't like, I actually. I didn't go much longer no. than like, almost like a ba- like a baby baby like, I don't yeah know. my cousins up until like their early teens were still like throwing the santa tracker up on the tv christmas night like it was not yeah. the santa <laughs> tracker the santa tracker <laughs> like we should, they we should put that on this year it's actually really cute it have you cute. ever threw it on uh yeah we did for uh my stepsister yeah she's like younger than us obviously you know that um and i remember when she was like maybe like seven seven right. eight we were over at their house and we had it on she was like he's in, he is he's so in close Bali right now like <laughs> but it's like so inaccurate if you think about yes. the fact that like he has to hit every single house <laughs> the world in the world and, and like i actually remember when she she was like he's in bali but his eta was like an hour right I was like there's no shot <laughs> this guy's getting from bali to brentwood california <laughs> Also, Brentwood, Northern California, not Southern California. Very different Brentwoods. So different, you guys. 
<laughs> literally different universes. They don't I would love to the- have one Brentwood person. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're so Ooh, different. You exist. <laughs> I don't even think they know that the other one exists. No. You have to be on the outside of the Brentwoods to understand that there are two Brentwoods. We're all talking about you. If yeah. you're from Brentwood, California, and Southern California, do you know about Brentwood in Northern <laughs> California? And if not, Google it. Google. Look it up. <laughs> Just look up some photos. <laughs> I'll connect you with my family. <laughs> Buy yourself a pair of Miss Me jeans. Head on. Hop on a plane. <laughs> this is <what> I mean. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Oh, my God. I have, like, the giggles, and I'm crying. <clears throat> oh, fuck. That's funny. That is really funny. Just to acknowledge it real quick, uh, I do want to formally thank each and every one of you for your support on whoa, um, our last episode on the season premiere. Huge. It, every fucking comment, every single comment was positive. So nice and supportive and positive, and, like, I just haven't, I haven't stopped thinking about it, and... Yeah, I just I just want to thank you guys. I mean, you are always so supportive of everything Alex and I go through, which is like why we do what we do. But you know that topic specifically, Alex knows I was I was kind of scared to talk about and open up about and didn't know how it was gonna read. And um, you know, it's kind of weird how when we talk about emotional things, we also have to think about like the per- the production value and like if it will read for people. Right. And this was one where I was like, whether it reads or not, I think I just need to do it for me. And it, it read, it worked. And I feel so fulfilled that I'm able to now be on the same page as you guys, but I'm also so comforted in all of your stories. Uh, we talked about it on our Patreon episode for, uh, last Friday for, you know, the follow-up to episode one, so episode 1.5, if you will. It was fucking wild not only in our YouTube comments, but in that Patreon episode, how many people literally had the exact same story, hundreds, probably thousands at this point had the same story Mm -hmm. and had been through the same fucked up shit. I mean, I don't want to get too, I don't want to relive it right now. I'm just, I'm just saying like, there's a silver lining here. That's what I'm trying to get to. What happened is so more common, so much more common than we ever thought possible, which blows my mind. And I hate that. And I think I mean, go listen to the Patreon episode. I go into what the fuck I think about it. But yeah, it's just, it, it is kind of crazy that it's happening so much. But I am glad that we have each other to like validate yeah. through it. Because it is such a sticky, like in, infinite side s- scenario. Like there's just so, it's so complex and so hard to wrap your head around than just like your average, it's not you, it's me. I think we should break up, you know? So uh, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge uh, thank you for all the support and all your words and sharing your own stories, getting vulnerable with us uh, on that last episode. Thank you. That that, that meant the world. Um, also, another update. So we know that you guys love, your our Monday listeners love um, general advice episodes. And we kind of have been brainstorming about how to work that into our Monday schedule So we want to, every last Monday of the month, we want to do a general advice episode for you guys. So send us emails, email us at oddvicepodcast.com. You can email us throughout the month and we'll just, we'll feed through everything that we see on that last Monday of the month. And we just want to, you know, 
answer any questions that you guys have, see what you guys are going through. I feel like it's a great way for us to like stay connected with you guys and like where you guys are at in life. And like nine times out of 10, we're all in the same spot. Yeah. And it's just, it's a great way for like us to, you know, feel closer to you guys. It's also really nice to know where you guys are at because then that helps us figure out these like bigger topics mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, speak to the masses about. And I think we can all learn from it, even if you're not going through some of the things we talk about. So, uh, yeah, advice podcast at gmail.com. Send them and we'll read them last Monday of every month. Um, yeah, I think it's just a great idea. If you're not on our Patreon and you're not doing it weekly with us, you can at least try and squeeze you in at the the last Monday. Because that, I mean... That's how we started the podcast. Right. And we, we want to get back to talking to everybody as much as possible while, you know, still maintaining our Patreon community. And, you know, they have their own perks over there. I think it's, I don't know, it's just, just especially after that last episode and like hearing how many people, how people relate. were going through it. I'm like, damn, yeah. we, we need to like, we need to talk to these people too. Yeah. So, yes. Last Monday of every month. So the episode that comes out November 27th, um, email us before that date and then you have a chance to be featured in that episode. I just, I'm looking at the calendar now and Thanksgiving is in two weeks, you guys. Yeah. It's just, I, I love it. It's my, it is my favorite holiday, but like I do need to start planning. I was actually thinking today, I think I want to do, and it, I always want to do this every year, but it is it overwhelms me for some reason. I want to do like a Thanksgiving series, but I think I'm going to do it on TikTok this year. Love that. And just like spit out some her side- recipe. Yes. Yeah. Some side dishes. And I'll even do one that's like, hot, like prepping the turkey. And like, I could even, I don't know. I mean, we'll be that's eating huge. Thanksgiving for the next two weeks because I'm not going to waste the food, but right. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I feel like I need to do something Love like that. that. I did it on my YouTube channel a few years ago, but I think it could live on TikTok really well. Yeah. And I feel like I need to kind of like nurture TikTok a little bit more too. Love that. So yeah. And it'll just like prep you for Thanksgiving in general. Right. Of course. I I think I already know what I want to do for us, but I want to give like the basics. Mm, Like I want to call it like literally like Thanksgiving 101. Like just love that basics, like how to make a basic ass stuffing, mashed potatoes, like roasting turkey times and you know how to stuff it and I don't know because it comes as like a duh to me because I've been doing it for but so like many years, but like I I have not a single clue what to do when I step in the kitchen for uh, besides the yams right I could fuck up some sweet potatoes I'm so, I'm excited, so excited are you doing vlogmas I'm also thinking about that too it's gonna I think you should yeah. I think you haven't done it really single and a long time and yeah. I think you I think it'll like I do need to re- get re-inspired and it does yeah. always inspire the fuck I was out gonna of me. say it's gonna like inspire build you build momentum it's gonna motivate you mm-hmm. and it's at the end of the day it's fucking something to do like yeah you know you were kind of scared for these holidays without having Tanner coming out like that was the plan for the holidays right. and now you're gonna have a plan vlogmas gets hard because like obviously you need to do something entertaining every single day there's like only so much I could do. I just fig- I've I learned that last year. Cuz like like New York specifically? Yes, there's a lot to do, but like I'm not going to go do it alone and like you work during the day. I'm not going to drag you for every single like I yeah. just I I think I just need more friends. Aww. Like I need like to do it with people, but I don't have enough people to do things with. I think we can, I think I don't think that's true. I don't I don't uh, think that's, that's just what happened last year. 
Yeah. Because I, I wanted to remember that fucking list I wrote. It was yeah. like 30 things to do. I, I did research for it. Like, God, I should just release that list for people to like go do things. But right. I was researching like Christmas light sightings in uh, Brooklyn. Like remember that one area you can walk. There was like that one winter festival. Right. I did Bryant Park and stuff and whatnot. But like there's there's so much to do. But like I don't want to do it alone every time. And I need to do something every day. Yeah. I get that. You know? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I think if I do Vlogmas, maybe like every other day. It's every other day, bro. Every other day, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how Jake Paul did it. That's crazy. He also had like someone else have filming for him. Team. Like he had a production team. Yeah. At that point, he's not even filming. He's just living his life. And then everyone else is doing the work to put it up. Exactly. Maybe I should get someone to film for me. Yeah. But that's. That's also so not my style. Like I would just be talking to the person that's filming right. me and I'd be like, where are you from? Like, I feel like I would just <laughs> want to get to know that person more so. Than just than like continue just like, your life and then being like a shadow just following you. I, I couldn't do it. I, that's another thing that's so hard for me with uh, cooking. Obviously when I cook, I just like, I don't usually talk when I cook I get into it and I like am tasting as I go and I'm like it's off the cuff it's off the cuff every single time that's always why it's so hard for me to explain recipes like right. I can't tell you I put a teaspoon of anything no I put as much as I wanted until I tasted it and when I film on top of that it's like I have to like readjust the camera real quick and then yeah but like I need to turn on the burner while I'm readjusting the camera because that thing's cooking like it is. It it's, would be it nice interrupts. if I had someone, yeah, to help film those things. Yeah, maybe I need a little assistant or something. I don't know. Oh, I would just feel so bad. Just get a little kitchen elf. Oh, I have to teach Link. Link how to film. Look oh, at her. I'll put. Oh, hi, mom. I'll put a GoPro on her head. Oh my god. It would just be my. She just stares at the ground at when the I feet. cook because she wants something. <laughs> she literally just like waits for something to drop. So right. You would just see the bottom of our oven. Oh, before we get into the topic, um, I'm making an, a, an appointment to get my lips done. <gasps> Love that. What are you going to do? I don't know. A consultation. Okay. So I just want to. Do you know what you want? Like, do you know if you want a lip flip? Do you know if you want like. I think it's what. Injections. I don't. I'm obviously they'll give me what I want, but I also want them to tell me. Like what you think, what they think you me. need. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, so I was doing some research the past few days and like. You can do uh, that. There's a difference between a lip flip and a gummy smile mm. Botox. Yeah, it's just different locations on that upper muscle. Right. So I just don't know which one I'll need. It's probably going to be the gummy smile one. But I also, I don't want, I was seeing some gummy smile ones where like, okay, so if I smile mm -hmm. like that, it was doing that. Yeah. It was like flattening the top upper lip completely. I want a little gum because it is my smile and I'm yeah. like fine with that. But uh, where they put the Botox for gummy smiles is like the edges of your nostrils, like right in that little kind of smile line divot. And if that means like lessening the amount. So it like I do want it to come. You want it to line up with the top of your teeth. Yes. But like uh, I'm down for like a little like. A little gum, I can't. I just like I just don't want to get like that because like when I crack up, like it shows all of that. 
I've been seeing um, a lot of TikToks of people who've gotten the gummy smile injections, and I've seen a lot of people not like it. Ooh. A lot of people like it. So it completely like paralyzes the top lip. And a lot of the times, and obviously this is like dependent on the mouth and like how you take or the amount of um, Botox or whatever, it'll keep that lip down. And when it's, when your mouth is just sitting, it'll cover, like it'll stay in that position. Even if you're smiling, like it'll keep the, I think I liked it. I'll show you the one TikTok where the girl was like, I don't even recognize my smile because my no. lip, my top lip like doesn't move at all. Yeah. No, I, I, I've seen a few like horror stories on that too, where people, the good thing is it will fade. Oh yeah. It does. You do metabolize filler and Botox. So like it won't be permanent, but for a few months it might be. And like, like if I don't like it. Yeah. And my smile is such a big part of my face, but I think I just, I don't know. I'm going to just see what she thinks. Um, the, the gummy smile paralyzes, there's like a trifecta. There's three muscles right here, this way, this way, and the, or, and this way, um, up here that they do. And the lip flip is right above the lip that just, that just, um, like affects the actual lip. Like the pink part. Yeah. Not the muscle above upper snoot of your face. So I don't, I don't know. I, 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 that's what the consultation That's is going to be for. for. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm going to let her know, like, are you going to see, um, Brooke, Brooke? Yeah. I'm going to let her know, like, I don't, you know, all the basics. Like I don't, I'm not here for like volume necessarily. Like I, I don't have like thin lips. I'm not worried about like that. It's, it's just the, like the smile and like, I don't know, the gumminess, the gumminess. I don't know. I'm just, I'm over it. It's like when, when I laugh, people look at it. Like it's all the time. Oh, I love your smile and your laugh. I, I like, it's I just do too. so you. I just don't, I don't like the attention it gets. Like what comes with it? Like, yeah, exactly. I get it. Oh my God. Every comment I ever get on every fucking TikTok. Someone said, oh no, I actually deleted it because it got to me so bad, but it was one of my Halloween TikToks and they said, put those gums away. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I put those gums away. I deleted it. Yeah. What a dick. I'm sorry. I've gotten it forever. That's why I'm like, ugh, shut up. It. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So gummy girls unite. <laughs> It'd be like that. It also like, I was thinking like, God, if I get rid of it, like, again, I don't want to fully, fully get rid of it. But if I even lessen it, like it is a part of me. And I think about how my sister has it too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, am I taking away my roots? You know, like Monica has the same thing as me. And yeah, like, but it's I like, like it on Monica, though. It just doesn't hit on my face. It's just one of those things. Like just one of those. It's just things. like, well, if you, you could you could apply that to anything. Yes. Like my mom and my grandma have big boobs, but I'm not going to keep my big tits because they have them. You right. know, like your grandma had big boobs. Oh, knockers. Really? Both of them. Damn. Yeah. I know. I know your mom has big boobs, but. Didn't she get a boob job? Yeah, she got a boob job. But my were they big by nature both, though? I actually don't. She got them done when I was like four or mm. five, maybe three or four. Four. Okay. My Oma and my Grandma Bonnie both. Your Oma like, has big boobs. Yeah. When I picture your Oma, I just picture a little lady. She's just yeah. She's super small, but like yeah. Hmm. And my my aunt, my Tantadora. Yeah. Okay. 
Gosh, I'm big. It's just dude. like it runs in the family, but I'm yeah. not going to sit here and be like, oh, I need to honor this. Like, yeah, you know, and it's it's the same thing. Yeah. Like if I you're not that. comfortable with it. We'll see what the consultation says. I'll let you. Yeah. I'll keep you guys. You updated. want me to go with you? When is it? I don't know. They said they're going to coordinate it, it with me. Yeah. I don't know when I'll go, but. That's what you're going to look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine? I just come back like this. <laughs> looks like I got stung by a bee. Yeah. My fingers taste bad. Okay, let's get into Ew. it. <laughs> I don't know why my fingers taste bad. Not the point of today's episode. Today's episode, we... It's way more serious than that. Way more serious. <laughs> it's just complete, like, right turn. 180. Right so for today's episode, we want to talk about something. Um, it it kind of stemmed off of our Patreon episode when we were reading your guys' entries about similar situations you had been through. And uh, we were talking about how, you know, generally speaking, generally... Majority of situations like this happen with like men. Men tend to be the people that are like putting on the facade. Like it, I'm just going off stats here. Right. You know, obviously there's fucked up women too. Like I'm, you know, not staying shy of that. But a lot of you guys were saying like when you would confront your person about what they did, they were blaming it on everything but themselves. And Alex and I were like, you know, making the very obvious point that, hey, sometimes you're the problem, bro. And it kind of stemmed the whole other side of, you know, infidelity is accountability. And, you know, sometimes, most of the time, you're not going to like get back together with the person. But when you are breaking up, like it's at least like for decency, they should take accountability for what they did, what they did. But like nine times out of 10, these men aren't doing it. So we want to talk about taking accountability and how, you know, taking the gender out of it. Like even if you're in a situation right now with a friend or a coworker or a sibling, like try and look within. And sometimes you're the problem. You're the problem. You're the problem. You have the capability to take accountability for what you did and not just like push blame elsewhere and mm-hmm. walk through life as if you do not everything wrong. that ro- is ro- happening like wrong around you. There's a good chance it has to do with what you're doing. Yep. You know, another example to take out kind of the romantic side of this topic is we we're talking about uh, you used to feel this way and somebody who wrote in going out and having high expectations for, you know, a night out and being really bummed if it doesn't go the right way. Mm-hmm. But like, it's only like that because yeah. you're like, you're, I, you think, oh my God, that Uber driver sucked. Oh my God, my friends are so annoying. It's like, hold on, you're complaining about everything around you. Maybe it's It's your attitude. Right. It's your attitude that's keeping you in that bad mood. Exactly. Totally. So I think this topic could just be translated through so many different topics. Um, You know, by nature, speaking for myself, I'll probably touch more the romantic side because that's just what I'm going through right now. You know, let's try to keep it general, I guess, and help you guys just apply it to all the situations in your life. And, you know, there's never too much self-awareness. And I think taking accountability for your actions in every part of your life is like step one of just being a little more self-aware. And I think we could all use it. Totally. Hold up the mirror to yourself sometimes. Yep. I feel like we should start off the episode by saying we are not perfect people. No. And we say this, everything we're saying is out of experience and there's so many times where we've been the problem in our own shit too. And that's why we want to talk about it. So 
we're not saying this to like point fingers at anyone. We're not saying this because like we're so above it. We're we're just talking with you guys about it. Cause right. And let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about like the vulnerability and like the uncomfortable part of taking accountability. Yeah, it's it's hard to do because uh, you know when whether you're getting called out on your shit or you're sitting and you're feeling the shame deep down, but you're not speaking about it, like feeling bad about a situation and what you've done, like it's really important to, you know, keep an eye on how you react. Mm. Do you go straight into like defense mode? Probably because whatever the person's saying or whatever you're feeling is true. Like when people, like when you call someone on their shit and they're like, what? No. And they get, I'm like, you're only Why getting are you like, responding that. like that. You're overcompensating for the, the reality of the situation. Absolutely. It is uncomfortable to be called out on. It's very uncomfortable when, you know, I always try and sit in situations I'm in and uh see where you know where I could be better what I could do different and it you know that moment when you realize oh shit it is a me thing you kind of like shit 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 I need to say like yeah it's this guilt that like builds up in you but there's there's just people who hang on to it yeah (laughs) and like let it build up and let it build up and there's also people who don't feel the guilt and like feel the shame and they just let it like slide by as if they're not like they fully believe they're not doing anything wrong it's a perspective thing absolutely and i i you know as a lot of things do i think it starts at childhood i think a lot of parents you know want to see the good in their kids as they should right it's and you never you know when they come home crying because they got socked in the face well yeah what the fuck were you doing to piss off the person right you know not saying there's always one person wrong and one person right in a lot of situations there's you know it takes two to tango it's not it's never one innocent one guilty that's just not how that's it not works how life works but you know taking accountability to me means admitting and really really understanding your part in the situation Mm -hmm. you don't have to take full blame but just take accountability for you know the cards that you added to the deck right and i think there that is one side of it where someone you know if they're confronted and if someone's like yo you know you've been treating me like this i don't want to be treated like this there's a lot of people out there who are just like uh i'm sorry i won't do that again and then takes accountability in i'm putting this in quotes quotes takes accountability but doesn't understand the aftermath of what needs to come after that accountability talk Mm -hmm. like there are consequences there are you know you have to come up with a game plan or you have to you know actions are louder than words when it comes to accountability and the actions part after um admitting that you you know you've had done you've done some wrongs that's what's important that's where like that's what really shows true accountability yep i i agree with that but i guess again i'm now thinking back in the situation i'm in right now there's no action that could be done now because this person's out of my life well I think there's action in his life that he could do that actually shows that he learned from his mistakes. It doesn't necessarily mean that the actions have to involve the other person. It just means you took true accountability for what you did or you're showing me, for example, like in your case, 
you're showing me that you're, you took true accountability for what you did because like, oh, you're actually working on yourself. You're actually making these train, these changes. You understand the cause and effect of the situation and you're the severity. You're not just sitting there. All right, I'll take the blame. Hands washed. Move on situation. No. Yeah. True accountability comes with the ability to change, change and move forward and grow from grow it. like learn, like actually learn, learn from, from what just happened your mistakes yeah you know what i mean absolutely that's a big one for me is like i think i even said it in last episode like at least make it fucking worth it yeah like there you know on there's nothing wrong with making mistakes and you know these sh- shitty things are going to happen and ev- inevitably but it's a, let's at least make it worth it and i hope that clicks for some of you like if you're in a situation where you might need to look within and take some accountability. Oh my God, take a shot for every time we say accountability in this <laughs> fucking episode. Um, I hope it, uh, you can kind of zoom out. I think the power of zooming out is like just infinite. Um, and kind of look at it, the situation as a whole and think about, okay, yeah, this is, I feel icky right now. I feel guilty. I feel bad that I just did this thing but let's at least make it worth something. Let me grow from it so it doesn't happen again. So I don't have to go through a situation like this again. And like on that note, understanding when I say consequences, it's one thing when someone looks at what they've done and said like, okay, I see what I've done. I'm sorry for what I did, but I'm not going to accept what you're doing as the effect of what I did. If you're not going to accept like Kristen in your case, the consequence was that you guys are no longer together. Right. It's the fact that he didn't believe that you guys were actually going to break up. Mm. And he, he was like, no, I'm going to get her back. I'm going to get her back. Like, like you're not think before you act. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're not holding yourself accountable. And it's showing me that you're not holding yourself accountable because you don't even understand that what you did has caused us to break up. You don't think that the consequences apply to you. Exactly. And that's not accountability. Yeah. You need to realize that like things are permanent and things you do to people are permanent. Things you say to people are permanent. And that could be a version of taking accountability for what you do before it even comes out of your mouth. There's a lot of power in that too. It's like, it doesn't always have to be a, an after thing or an apology. Like, try and have these lens, this lens and this kind of, I hate to call it a filter because that seems ingenuine, but you guys know what I mean. Um, try and like check yourself before you open your mouth. It's like, like, what, <laughs> it's like what you're taught from fucking day one. Think before you act, yep. think f- before you speak, what you do and say affects people, believe it or not. Who would have thought? Affects your world around you. And like, that's the thing. A lot of there's the issue with people who don't take accountability is they go through the world and they understand that things affect other people. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they don't understand that those effects in turn affect them. And that's when they're like, wait, what? what's why is everything? Why is everything bad in my life? Why is everything going wrong? Well, look at the common factor. Yes, it might be you. The common factor is essential. It's not. Like, and like the that, world is not ever out to get one person no. so if you feel that way oh i you gotta look within you guys like and i've been there oh my god I, it, it's it is so human like no shame in any of 
the yeah. negative we're saying in this episode like it all of this is so human but that's why we're trying to make an episode so maybe people can see another perspective and grow from it and us too the 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 self pity and is, is woe very, is me it's very easy to get to and especially in like dark times if you're struggling even with like depression or some shit like i get that but when it's like like i was saying earlier like oh, everyone's bugging me or this is all happening because uh, everything else is happening around me to me like to me right like, like it, it's there's a lot of ego in that to think oh God, that yeah. like the world or the universe would give that much to you like revolves around you it's just not how it works that's just your perspective of it yep Does that and make sense? totally and like it takes that aha moment where you're like my taxi driver isn't actually being annoying i'm just annoyed yeah and like that's accountability right that's also you know choosing how you react to situations which i feel oh that'd be like a really good episode in itself i think we actually did that the power of like choosing how oh, you react yeah. i think we did an episode about that last you choose season. your reaction you choose your reaction yeah i love that we always remember the title right <laughs> that's probably not even the title <laughs> and i love how our brain just like works in circles like oh we're like oh that's a good episode and we're like oh we did that we did that, that we've done that we we've do had it. this conversation before that's the just epitome of us figuring out episode ideas and we'll we'll almost like think out the whole episode and then there will be one thing we say and we're like oh, oh we, we did that season one <laughs> uh, and then we'll just scrap the whole fucking thing and move on to the next thing classic like are we running out of things to talk about i don't know oh never, never. yeah I, I i can't stress enough the power of self-awareness and that comes with time and experience and i think it's a topic and a you know a theory if you will that will be ever growing in life like there's it's yeah. not like just something you've reached and then you just have it forever like mm -hmm. it takes practice in everything you do but I think it's like one of the most powerful things that you can do for your life too it's such like a learned aspect of your life yeah also this kind of sparked when you were talking about how parents like sometimes don't keep their kids accountable it's I think accountability is also learned because at such a young age if we're not being held account there's like this weird balance between like taking accountability for something that you did but also other people around you holding you to a certain standard and like making sure that you hold yourself accountable for shit that you did like mm -hmm. if someone's walking through life and will never face someone who holds them accountable they'll never understand that what they're doing could potentially affect other people. That right there is like such a big part of codependency that I talk about in therapy. Mm. So when you and in codependent relationships, whether that's, you know, romantic or with your friend or with your parents, when you try and like sugarcoat to keep people safe, in situations or you try to like not hurt their feelings like I, I understand that I do like I, there's nothing wrong with being gentle but especially with children there's a point when if you're sugarcoating too much for people and you're not like holding your peers account accountable I hate the word I'm never it's never yeah. gonna hear it the same now it's like gaslight when the internet ruined gaslight uh if you're not gonna actually hold them accountable you are robbing them of their human experience to see the consequences of their actions. Yes. You know what? And that, that, hold on, that is manipulation. And it, and that's the sticky part of codependent relationships where like, I, 
I get it. Like when, when I've slipped into codependent ways with like my mom or my past relationships, like you, like it does come from love, which mm-hmm. is so wicked when you're right. in it. It really is out of like, oh, I, but I just really care for this person and they're going through so much and I really want to like be there for them, which is fine. But you could be there for people in other ways. But like sometimes you have to, when you fuck up, you got, you could still be there and like, I know, dude, this is icky right now, but like, let's talk about it. Like if something yes. like that happened with us, but like, you can't just be like, no, 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 it, you're, it wasn't you're bad. You're fine. It really wasn't bad. You didn't bad, do, anything, you didn't do bad. anything wrong. You, you see this a that. lot with the kids of therapists. Yes. So much because they grow up in a household. They think they do no wrong because they grow up in a household where every action is validated has like a bigger reason has a bigger reason and is like well you know why do you think this happened and like no sometimes you actually did something wrong mm-hmm. and like things can still have that bigger reason like even you know this is something all my life and i'm sure all of you i almost said millions of you guys listening we do not Could have millions you of listeners, <laughs> but uh you guys listening you know there's a lot of things that you have to kind of relearn because you might have learned it the wrong way during childhood and you hear that excuse a lot and I'm gonna call it an excuse where people are like well yeah I grew up this way yeah like I get that like there's there's some shitty things I grew up around too but there's a point when like yes as a child those are the years you're supposed to be learning the like okay yes this is how it is in my home but like you know, when you bring it to school and like not everyone functions the way that your family functions that, but like with a kid, it's, it's okay. It's, it is okay. Those are the years it's supposed to be happening. But when adults make that excuse still, I'm like, okay, yes. Like even like, I'm even talking like the most fucked up stories you've heard. Like I get it. I have compassion with the the fucked up way that you were raised. I, I, I get it. But when you it's like kind of a formula to me when you use that as an excuse while you're an adult with now a fully developed frontal lobe, like you're on your own, like you, like you You have your own life experiences outside of that unit and you still use that as an excuse. Like it's you're now like you need to take accountability that you have the, if you have the resources to not Mm. be that way, if you sit there and you have the resources to not be that way and you still uh are that way like that's where I'm like that's where I'm gonna call you out yeah like I I will have compassion up to a point but like when you're just leaning on it and you're keeping yourself in a box and acting like you can't grow from it you like everybody has the opportunity to grow from experiences but it starts with that that self-realization and taking the accountability that you did something wrong and learning from it but if you can't even get to that, you're keeping yourself in a box of zero growth. Like you, you have the power to grow. You just have to, you have to, you have to get vulnerable and you have to take the L and see where you can grow. Like I, you know, I, I, maybe some of you guys can relate to this. I feel like there was a period of my life where like, I, I knew I needed to like bust through something, but I didn't know what. Yeah. And it started once I started getting really fucking vulnerable and being like, I, you know, I'm lost or yeah. I feel really guilty. I was mean to that person or, you know, like get like, call yourself out, call yes. yourself out. And that is where you start to grow. 
that's where I felt it when I had those two years like leading up to me starting therapy. Mm-hmm. I knew like I was doing and like it was a very like textbook experience as far as like I was fucking up. I was I don't think I was being like a bad person, but I was doing ugly shit to the people around me. It was like, literally I sat down one day and I was like, fuck, I'm not this person. Like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to treat people around me this way. Something's up. I want to figure it out. And that's when I was like, I need, you know, I looked for that resource and I was like, I need to like how you described you, you felt like you were in a box and you needed to like get out of it and push through and you knew growth was the next step but you didn't know how to get there. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I was in. And then I was like, I need to talk to someone. And it literally like it shook me. Yes. I I've been there too. And I I know so many of you guys listening might be even be in it right now. And it, it takes fucking balls. It takes courage. Even like sitting here and and like saying to a camera, to the millions of you watching. (laughs) We're manifesting. (laughs) Saying to all you guys that like, I was fucked up for a couple of years. Like that's fucking hard. And like, I hate that. But it feels good. Yeah, it, well, it, that takes a lot of fucking work. Mm -hmm. But like. Just know if you do the work, it will feel good. It feels good (laughs) that it was like in my past. And like, I could take the accountability, take a shot. I could take it. I could sit here and be like, damn, I was ugly a couple of years ago. But like now, you know, I feel like I've grown from it and I could see that it was in the past. And that's like the level of self-awareness that's needed. And like Kristen said in the beginning, like we're, I'm still not perfect. I still fuck up. Like everyone still fucks up and everyone makes ugly decisions sometimes. But it's when you're able to sit down and be like, oh, I'm falling back into it. I acted how, you know, I'm, I was, you know, snarky to my taxi driver. What was that? Like, that was me, not my taxi driver. And it's, you know, it takes a lot of fucking hard work, but it, it feels so much better once you have that level of self-awareness, because like, I promise you, you don't want to be sitting in that misery either. No, it'll eat away at you. It'll make you sick. Yeah. It makes you sick. Like, so like, get out of it. You, you, have, you have the control to get out of it. Yes, you have the capability to hold to stand in the mirror and be like, you were an ugly person today. Don't be like that. Mm-hmm. And there, there's like a line with that, too, of, you know, because you also hear like, be nice to yourself, talk, talk nice to yourself. And that is still all valid. But it's it's finding the balance of like, OK, call call myself out on this shit in the mirror, like Alex just said, sulk on it as long as you need to to change it. But don't get into the the victim mentality about yeah. it. Well, and understand that holding yourself accountable and calling yourself out is being nice to yourself. Yes. Standing it, in the mirror and being like, you were fucked up. That's yeah. not, no one's attacking you. No. You're not attacking yourself. You're being nice to yourself for making yourself a better person. It translates the same way as robbing people, you know what I was saying, robbing people of their human experience to figure out consequences and all that just because you're sugarcoating it. That applies to yourself. You can't sugarcoat shit for yourself either. That's called denial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is called denial. <laughs> yes. And like what's crazy is when we were going through all of this these past couple of months, we kept saying like he's in so much denial. Yeah. It's sad. It, it keeps it's- people 
in their fucking cycles. Yep. Because there's, there's no zooming out. No, nope. there's no zooming out and it's delusion. Yeah. I think kind of going back to when we were saying like, it's a, it's a process that you'll do the rest of your life. That might sound overwhelming, but I think, uh, this is kind of, I guess a bigger idea here, but something I talk about in therapy a lot is like, you know, you hear this all the time, like healing is a journey that never ends. Growth is a journey that never ends. And if you take off the pressure of like getting to this like final version of yourself, this like overall best version of yourself, like take away the, um, the end goal, take, yeah. a, you know, cause then if you, if you keep like this end goal or this higher version of yourself in your head that you want to get to, you're gonna, that's never attainable. You're going to feel bad for how many times you have to hold yourself accountable in between. And every right. time something happens, you're going to be like, fuck man, am I even progressing? You're not going to yes, see the you progress. are progressing. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? But like, totally. if you, if you keep tallying and I feel like I, I did this a lot with when I was trying to break a lot of codependent patterns in myself still am forever will, you know, when something, when I, when something would trigger me that hadn't triggered me in a long time, I would look at it as like a step backwards. Right. But like, no, life is going to throw you these things forever. It's just how, like we said, like how you choose to react. It's the, totally. way, it's the way you act. It's the way you act. Love that. Like, it's, <laughs> have you seen that guy? No. Oh, so you didn't know that act? No. Oh, you haven't seen that guy on TikTok? <laughs> oh my God, he's so good. I just loved that. Like, oh. <laughs> just his camera. like, it's the way you act. It's, I'll show you later. What is it saying? Oh, it's like how you choose to deal with the situation. And that's what all this is. And like, it's just another tool to deal with the situation you might be going through to deal with it in the most healthy way possible for everybody involved. And there's no such thing as a perfect human being. So if you knock yourself every time, if you knock yourself every time that you fuck up and you think you're not progressing, you're going to keep yourself there. Mm -hmm. But you just like, if you understand that, like Kristen said, this shit will be forever. It gets you out of the, the victim mindset. It gets you out of that cycle. There's a lot and of shame just, in that too. And like people are allowed to fuck up, but it's the fact that you saw that you fucked up. You have the capability to apologize and you're learning from it and you're growing. Like it's that process. It's that. That's that will step go 10 process. times further. Yeah. But it's the shame. Like shame is normal, but it's how much you let it stop you from doing the right thing right because it doesn't feel good shame will never feel good but um I think if you can turn shame into your drive to do better then I think shame has done its job yep and it's it's uncomfortable but uh I'm in a situation with somebody and we're you know both taking accountability here for whatever happened in the situation that involved the two of us like if we could both admit the shame, I think that takes away the pointing fingers because we could both see eye to eye and be like, it's almost just like, hey man, like, I'm sorry about that. Like we yep. both, we both kind of fucked up here. Like hug it out. Like it takes away, it takes away the ego and it takes away like uh blame, which in turn makes the shame even harder to get through. And like, yep. I don't know. I think the power of just fucking owning it is so good too. Like, yep, I did fuck up. That, that was super ugly of me. Like that right there is self respect like mm -hmm. that's like that's you're holding yourself to a standard at that point yeah and I, I think that's so much more powerful even on the outside 
than somebody who's like, I do no wrong. That's delusion. Yeah, yeah it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to do no wrong. And that's why these tools are so important for the times you will do wrong. Those are okay. It's just how you handle it. That part. That part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this just kind of popped in my head. Uh, you know, noticing the people around you and how or if they hold you accountable is telling of if you have the right people around you. Oh, that just like yeah. pops in my head. Cause I'm, you know, I'm thinking about all this in like our terms and like, that's something I love about us. Right. Like we, we've grown as individuals with the support of each other because we will say we like standards of each other. Yes. Like if we're like, Oh fuck, was that fucked up of me? Like, we'll be like, yeah, yeah, it was. And there's, I think that's a huge part. That's such a good point because there's a huge part of why people stay in that cycle is because they're just surrounded by people. Same type of people. Yeah. The people who also don't hold themselves accountable. It's kind of scary. It's like this weird, like low vibrate. Like, you know, when you see a group of friends when you're out and you just know they're just low vibrating people, mm-hmm. it's that same thing. Yeah. It's uh, in the, I think the vibration is low because of the lack of self-awareness. Like yeah. that is how you, how you level up in vibration is self-awareness and realizing like where you are in the collective and how much you impact the collective. Like if you don't have that, you're robbing yourself of like so much more that comes with that, how much richer each emotion gets once you're in touch with like your effect on people. Like, yes. And I, this is like, this is beautiful. Like you exist, like you, you touch other people and like, even in the in the the bad ways, that's okay too. Like, as long as you're taking accountability. Like it's ah, this is such. A, I don't have the words for it right now, but like I think there's beauty there to realize your effects on people. Because if you understand, it makes you, so much. Like no, I, I know that made sense, but like it, it's I have so much more in my head right now with that. I get it. It's if it's you could like address the fact that your life is capable of affecting other people's lives why not take that like power and make it for the good and yeah. see that, oh, I I do have a a place here in this world and I do affect things and yes. like I am part of this universe or like whatever your belief system is, yeah. you're, you're part of the collective. And if you're going to contribute to the collective in some way, make it good. Yeah. Make it positive. That's a a big thing I go through with it. It's like everything I do, I'm like, what is this doing for, for what the is collective? This doing for everybody else? Yeah. And like, not in like a people pleasing way, like uh, myself is still first, but like, yeah, I think I'm just over the years, I'm aware of my impact and you should be aware of your impact too, because there's, there's not one person on this earth that does not impact anybody else. Like that's just, yeah. that's not how humanity works. And think about a world where we all impacted each other in the same positive way. It's literally what Disneyland is. <laughs> Like Disneyland's just high vibes. High vibes Everyone's just only. like happy as yeah. fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's why we want to put out this episode because it's not about, like we said, like it's it, in the beginning, it takes two to tango or three to tango. You know, like situations could be more than just two people. But like if everybody just had this awareness and this ability to take real accountability in everything they did, both big and small then both sides of the situation would have this tool and everything like that would help the greater good exponentially. Right. It's not about just one person taking the blame. 
no like that's the thing like blame is such a weird word too because like like i said earlier there's a lot of people who are just like fine i'll take the blame let it go sweep it under the rug but like that's not blame is oh i just hate the you know like blame that's it's it it looks bad on both ends yeah and like blame has this weird um formula to it where it almost seems as if it belongs to one person yes and it's that's just not how the world works and it's not how it's counted but yeah it's i even i wrote down kind of a version of that i was saying how i said uh people can be to blame but it takes two to tango what triggered them and what triggered you Mm -hmm. like it's there could be something that you did that set off that person but it, the, you were also set off because they said something right before that. Like, right. We, we've all had that same shower thought when you're thinking about something that just happened. You're like, well, it's because they said this. And it's like, if they were right there, they'd be like, yeah, it's because you said this right. and both are valid. Yeah. And that is exactly how it got to where you are now. But that's where like, you're going to go in circles. Well, you said this. No, you said this. You said this in circles and circles. You both just have to be like, yes, I did say that. And I see how it affected you. And then the other person, yes, I said that. And I see how it affected you. <sighs> Both your shoulders relax. And that like, in have you ever been in a situation where you're like, you're apologizing and the second you're like, nah, fuck man. Like that was really fucked up for me. And then out of nowhere, they apologize for something that yes. you didn't even realize they were going to complain almost, about. Yes. It's almost as if like the second you apologize about something, you are opening the door. You're opening up the floor for vulnerability for vulnerability and like, like other people. Yep. Other people automatically feel comfortable feel about safe. Yep. Safe and comfortable about being vulnerable too. And like taking accountability too. It's like you're dropping the curtain. Yeah. I think that's very powerful and it's, it's hard to do with some people like it, that takes practice, but you got to start somewhere, you know, like, yep. All right. We're going to kind of like wrap this talk by talking about what like a good apology might look like and Kristen made a good point apologies themselves are so like subjective to situations the people involved like every like good apologies are different for everybody so we're just gonna like talk about what a good apology might like what makes it meaningful definitely depends on the situation but I think for me uh, it's, it's kind of a feeling I get Mm -hmm. the gut feeling I get when I'm in a situation where we're you know we're both getting getting vulnerable fully being understood Mm -hmm. yes your apology means something to me but do you really 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 understand like fully grasp what it did to me Mm -hmm. don't just be sorry for the way it affected me but be sorry for the action in the first place right like does that make sense totally I think a big one too and I'm, this is, I feel like everybody can relate to this, but like when people only apologize or only take accountability because they, they're like, oh, well, this is what this person wants me to do. Like, yep. don't do it because the person wants you to do it. Do it because do it, it means it, something. It's clearing your name and like, it feels good for you. Like take the power in that. Like that, right. that's more worth it to me. Like if you're just going to apologize to apologize, I don't want to fucking hear it. That I can w- see right through that. That's what I was going to say. My, my first thing when I'm ever involved in apology, either like me or the other person is reading intention behind the apology. If they are apologizing just to like shut me up, Mm -hmm. if I'm like bringing something up and they're like, fuck, sorry. And you're only saying that because you want me to move on. Yeah. Then I'm like, you don't mean like, don't use the word. Sorry. You don't mean mean that is when like, 
do you really understand? Yeah. Do you're, you, you are not sorry. You simply want me to be quiet. Mm hmm when it comes to like the back and forth of like, do I have to bring this up for you to understand what it's doing to me? Are you ever going to hold yourself accountable for the shit that you're doing? It's like that weird, like teeter totter of accountability. And yeah, if you are just like shutting people up and using sorry as like a weapon to continue your wrongdoing, you're never going to learn. You're never going to have the level of self-awareness and understand that your 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 wrongdoings affect people. Mm-hmm. Sorry is just a word to you. Sorry, but. Yeah, that's another thing. But uh, <laughs> but sorry, I think, also lost meaning with, hi, how's it going? Hi, how are you? Yeah. Nobody's actually, like, when you're at, you know, Starbucks. Right. It, it, it's because, like, even as a kid, like, Alex, don't take the toy from Kristen. What do you say? Sorry. Do you want to maybe like teach the kid what sorry even fucking means? Right. It's not just like Instead of saying like, Alex, give the kid the toy. Maybe be like, how do you think you made that kid feel? Mm -hmm. That's where like. How would you you feel if if he took your toy? Mm -hmm. Oh, but you'd feel bad? Okay, then you might want to apologize for making that person feel bad. Yeah. Not just, hey, say sorry for that. What do you say? I hate when fucking parents say that. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? They don't know. They're just, it's just a repeat game now. Yep. Like maybe you teach what sorry really means. Teach what asking like, how are you really means. Like Teach what an apology is supposed, the purpose of a of, of an apology. Yeah. Let's go back to the, the but though. Oh. The, I'm sorry, but. I feel like in the sorry but scenario, there's either like two things that come after the but. It's either but, so I did, sorry, I did this but it's because you did this. So like pointing the blame on other people or sorry, but I had to, I'm this way, like the victimized excuse portion. Yeah. And it's all, like you said, it's always just validating some action that shouldn't have been done in this, in the first place. Yeah. And with that, I think apologies, accountability, everything we're talking about today, it's not about righting the wrong. It's just about the effect of your action and taking accountability for that. When I want an apology, it's not to like make it all better, you know, erase what's been done because ultimately what's been done is done. Whether we're talking about cheating or talking about little Timmy taking a toy from Alex at school, like right. what's been done is done. It's more so realizing and <laughs> taking accountability for your input on it. And I think that's what's not taught about apologies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why people, but no, don't try and, I'm not asking you to validate it. I'm just asking you to maybe open your eyes to what you just did. Yep. Like it's, it is quite simple. It really is, but it's, it's just not taught that way. Apologies aren't taught that way. People are always just trying to like have the last word. I could do no wrong. That's where it starts. It's no one. It's not, it's not my fault. It's because of this. Yeah. And the, the, this to that point, like whatever they're saying it's because of sure it's a, it could be a factor. Like I, you know, I, I get that, but you know, ultimately the actions came still happen through you. The words came out of your mouth or whatever we're talking about. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of exterior factors and everything, but how you, it's the way you act, (laughs) like how you, how you choose (laughs) To let them affect you is where the accountability comes in. Because it's not like someone forced you to cheat. It's not like someone forced you to 
right. say a mean thing. Like you, you did it. You, you took what was going on around you. You went there. You, you went there. You, you took the, the, whatever triggered you in the situation and you acted on it and, you know, triggers are real, but then it's, it's your responsibility to learn how to move around about your triggers. And if you don't know that, then take this situation as an example as to why you need to figure out what fucking triggers you so that you don't do it again. Yep. It's all easier said than done. And this comes with years of practice and Alex and I are doing it every day and hope you guys are too. But that's why we just wanted to talk about this. I I think it's, it's so important. It's it's actually the most important thing on this planet. It's so important. And like to me and you, Kristen, it was kind of like, especially in these last couple of years, like you said, like it's kind of been a duh in our life, but after what you went through these past couple months, we literally were like in so much shock that someone was so capable to not have the accountability Mm -hmm. and like didn't even understand what that meant. Yeah. But this is what I'm going through is teaching me like to really dig within myself even more too. Like, right. Like for that reason and figuring out like what I can learn from this and you know, so I'm not in the situation again, hopefully, but yeah, it's just all about looking within. I think a lot of problems, uh, both internally and externally and in the collective can be healed with a little bit of self-awareness, just self-awareness, man. And just realize your impact on this planet, both good and bad. And let that motivate you. That That's ultimately why you're here. Let's just all get those vibes up. Just like act right. <laughs> be cool. Don't be a dick. And if you are a dick, own up, realize to it. it, own it. You can't like take credit for all the good things you do if you're not going to take credit for the bad things you do repeat that you can't take credit for all the good things you do without taking credit for all the bad things you do it's yin and yang they have to exist with each other and they're both valid in the human experience it's okay to do both it you're gonna do both for the rest of your life but don't worry about always being right if you're not going to worry about the times that you're wrong. Dave, can you make that a highlight, please? <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to head out. Be better. <laughs> just know. try. I don't know. We we're just, just we're, trying we're trying every day. And we just, we want you guys to try to. Look at my feet right now. You have they looked like this in the whole episode. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Literally, we have to read. <laughs> I'm super embarrassed. Let me. Oh, it's okay, Kristen. No, they were like this. Oh. <laughs> Like it looked really, and I'm sitting here trying to preach. Like, who's going to take me seriously? <laughs> Who's this kid talking I on know. the playground? Like just holding a little lupia, like <laughs> half eaten, like whatever. All, All right, right, guys. I hope you guys got a little something from this episode. Ooh, I know but. if you're on Patreon, I want you to send us in some fucked up shit you've done mm-hmm. and take accountability. Tell us if you apologized, even tell us like, if you want to own up to something and just be like, I never apologized. It eats me up. Like get that shit out. out. Like get it out. we want to hear, you know, you guys take accountability for shit that you've done. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a big part we should say too, with this whole topic is like, don't let that shit harbor in you. Yeah. If you let it harbor oh, in man, you, that's a whole other side. Trust I mean, me. That's literally like why I'm not in a relationship anymore is because it started spilling out in other ways. Yeah. And the shame got so bad that he had to start lying. Like, you know, hopefully that's just worst case scenario, but like energy doesn't just and go no. away. Like if you're holding that guilt in you, you're gonna, it's going to affect your self-esteem. It's going to affect how you talk. It's going to affect how you move around the world. Like it's, it's just going to affect other things. So get that shit out yes. and move on. 
take, give it the time it needs to, you know, sulk on something and, you know, feel your feelings. But like, it's, it's that fine line of like, out of it. get out of the victim mentality, but give it the time it needs and then move on. Yep. But yes, I like that for Patreon. You guys can, I mean, as always get anything off your chest, but in the accountability realm, like whether you want to tell a story of a time where you did it, or you want to get it off your chest for the first time we are there. Uh, Patreon episodes come out every Friday. You could just mm-hmm. message us, us on message us on <laughs> Patreon and uh, always let us know if you want to be anonymous or not. But yeah, all that's linked down below. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, rate us five stars and give us a cute little cheeky f- season four review. Oh, also, if you didn't listen to the last episode, we came out with merch. Oh! It's right here to my left, a deck of cards collaboration deck it's called decadex with a bicycle playing cards um that's also linked in the description if you want to go check out our deck we just dropped it and we're seeing some of you guys already starting to receive it a lot of you patreon people who got the pre-sale you're you're already having in your hands and it's just so fucking cool to see so did you see the girl who posted she was like out it looked like she was out of the bar yes i know like seeing her playing drinking games that's so nuts that's what we wanted that's exactly what we wanted love it so uh, yeah, go check it out. We came out with merch. I'm really proud of it. Pick up a deck and play some games. Oh, and if you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe oh, and yeah, leave us comments. Do that. And uh, when you subscribe, turn on the little bell thing so you know when we post. Yeah, YouTube sometimes doesn't send out notifications. So just make sure you have your notifs on. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your week. Take accountability. Take fucking accountability. If you do something fucked up. That's fine. That's fine. Just, Just own up to it. Yep. That's all you got to do. That's the only, make it simple. That's the responsibility you got to take if you fucked yep. up. All right. We love you no matter what. Yeah. Even if you fucked up, just take accountability. Okay. Love you guys. Have a good week. See ya. We don't want to be ya. Bye. Bye.